This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me, Dipanjana Pal. And me, Rajeshree Sen. This week we have so many things to talk about that I'm just going to plunge straight into it uh, because the Olympics happened. Uh, Sohail Khan discovered golf. I mean, I presume he discovered yeah. golf. In any case, he's made a film on it, it seems. Penises went online in more ways than yeah. one. And there's more. But before everything else, uh, I'd like to thank everyone who's been listening to Awful and Awesome for the last month. We are actually a month old now. Oh, I feel old. And venerable, not entirely venerable, but anyway, old for sure. So yes, we've been around for a month. You've been listening. Thank you so much. You've been answering questions that we've been giving you. And there will be one at the end of this week as well. This week's episode as well. You didn't get last week's right, by the way, anybody, which is interesting because that means we might be the only space online that does not have Potterheads in it. Which I think is good because I have a very low opinion of them as I've, as we discussed last time. I'm so rolling to my last eyes. Time's podcast. Indeed. <laughs> to find out why Rajashree has such um, dismissive points of view on Harry Potter, you can listen to last week's um, Awful and Awesome, which the link to which is below. Uh, this week, however, what should we start with? Uh, the Olympics. Let's be sporty. There's everything wrong about two overweight Bengali women who are couch potatoes talking about the Olympics. But we watched it. I barely (laughs) did that either. I do not care about sport. I have to admit, it has never floated my boat. But when you see Michael Phelps, more than floating through the swimming pool, I become a swimming pool. I become... Quite sloshy, it is safe to say. There's no okay. need. There's, that was not as dodgy as anyway. Never okay, so we'll mind. first start with the opening ceremony of the Olympics, which you had. I liked. I liked. Um, I liked because it really uh, was cheap by Olympic Yum. standards. Um, it was directed by a filmmaker Fernando yes. uh, Medellas, who directed City of God. Yeah. Um, how much did it cost? So it uh, this one was one-tenth of what London spent on it when Danny Boyle uh, organized it. So there is a love for filmmakers to, uh, like of the Olympics organization to ask filmmakers to do this. So Danny Boyle had done uh, the opening ceremony for London and that was uh, 10 times of this cost. And Beijing spent 20 times what... Rio has spent. So there is some credit you have to give to the Rio committee. You know, every time I hear China saying that we spent this much more and we made the biggest thing, we made the biggest They spent $100 million. First of all, why? Right? This is the kind of thing that I don't understand. I, I kind of understand the point of the Olympics in a way, not really. And it's not just because I can't do a sport to save my life. I get that there's a certain aspirational quality in sport, right? And that sport helps you sort of, helps you find talent in places that often you would not regularly look for. And it provides a kind of social mobility for many that is impossible in most other professions. Um, Just take Deepa 
Karmakar. Deepa who's Karmakar from, uh, from Tripura. Tripura, who's a gymnast, which is, I was in fact just marveling at this yesterday that gymnastics isn't something we are taught in school at all. It is a very, very uh, skilled, it's. Uh, you it's need someone, yeah. You need someone to be teaching you. So also the person who has taught her is to be commended, is to be commended because when you think that in Tripura, even though it's obviously the sports authority, she's one of the SAI uh, she kids. She's only just become an SAI kid. Who would think that you would have a young girl from Tripura not only participate in floor gymnastics and vault and so on, but also qualify? It's yes. A, so that we, I think, Olymp- so I'm a great uh, believer and supporter of the Olympics because I think yeah, that... But see, we're talking about sports in general. Olympics yeah. creates a situation where you have a country that often can ill afford the kind of costs that are required to set up an Olympics village, for example... And then those become these complete white elephants. But uh, that's the village part. That's a different thing. That's no, who that's is the... bidding for you should therefore have a permanent Olympics venue in sure. a country which can afford it. Except the downside of that is that when the Olympics goes to a country like Brazil, for example, and it has been uh, controversial for also. very yeah. uh, obvious reasons, but A, tourism gets boosted, but also I think local sports industries probably get a yeah, fillip. Yeah, but I think that's a flip. Like it's a difficult, ex- yeah. you know, uh, difficult deal to decide which side you're on. But there is a photograph which uh, we'll have the link to at the bottom of uh, this page. It's a photograph taken by Andrei Isaacovich. Hmm. At least I hope that's how he pronounces his surname. Uh, of AFP. And it shows a bunch of kids standing on the balcony of a slum, a favea in hmm. Rio. And in the distance is... The Rio ceremony, the opening ceremony, just beautiful lights and just magnificent brilliance. And there they are in the darkness with their own, you know, neon and the little tube light. It is such a beautiful photograph. And I think for me, it's the defining photograph of the Olympics because it shows you both the inequalities that are at play, why it's a difficult thing to support when it goes to places like Brazil because you know there is this dire need to put the kind of money that is even if it's one tenth the cost the money that went into that opening ceremony put chairs in the rooms of the hockey team uh Indian hockey team is having to get their own chairs the American team has refused to stay in the village they're staying on a ship with Hundreds security guards around them. That's just Americans it's, being Americans. No, but I, I think feel. America, of course, has this thing about Olympic villages. After I think Munich had happened as, uh, but also with it's not safe right now. Also, forget terrorism or anything. No, it's just locally. The virus, there's a lot of yeah. Uh, uh, there are a lot of concerns, medical concerns, yeah, safety what I'm issues, Zika all of that. And so all that. it it gives you a sense of. All of that. And yet at the same time, it is beautiful. There's no doubt. Which is, I feel it sort of serves the purpose, although it's a lot of money to be spent to serve that purpose of, uh, you know, if I'm sitting in the middle of poverty to look and see, it's like selling you. No, it's like Bollywood, I feel that we all say, why does Karan Johar spend so much money on his cinema? But then lots of people go and see it because he's selling them a dream. And it's the same way, it's lovely to see your country's sports people over there 
performing it's beautifully done they have tried to keep budgets really low it is surprisingly low now when you think of it if it's 120th of 100 million dollars to put that ceremony together the other nice part about the opening ceremony by the way was that they had a kiss cam for the first time yeah which i missed um, yeah and the kiss cam was just that it was a camera and people were to kiss in front of it mm. because you know this is rio and you just let yourself loose a little bit um, there was a gay couple that kissed on that kiss cam, which Good. was one Hopefully of the... Hopefully our government will watch it and realize that it's okay for people to be gay and it's not illegal. But I don't think they saw that. But what I would recommend people uh, read, because it was a really interesting and well-written write-up of the ceremony, is the Indian Express uh, report on the... Ceremony. On the ceremony. It was very nicely written and you can find the link below. But speaking of the Olympics, there was something far more important which happened and which all of us should acknowledge that Neeta Ambani has become the first Indian female member of the International Olympic Committee. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to... So we all know that Neeta Ambani is uh, uh, an athlete <laughs> of sorts. She is of Olympic dimensions. Yes. No, she proportions. She, not any longer. Now she's not. But but Neeta Ambani. To I'm I've been trying to see the logic of this. So the only logic that I've seen is that she has because being from the Reliance Khandan and being married to Mukesh Bhai, she has supported a whole lot of sports initiatives and big ones. Like she's done football, there's mm-hmm. cricket, there's now Kabaddi League which she's involved with. So she knows how to monetize and publicize sports. Very good. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman called Webhav Vishal who... Who has done something beautiful. He has started something called Nita Ambani Doing Things. Doing Olympic things. Sorry, yes. doing and Olympic is in brackets, yeah. by the way, which I think is just that part in itself is genius. Yeah. But it, uh, it's a tumbler that comes with a disclaimer. And the disclaimer, I will quote. Is very I important. Have, I have been asked to add some sort of a disclaimer here so that I don't get killed. Like many other Indians, I am just jealous that Mrs. Ambani has the riches and everything else that comes with it. And I don't and that I never will. I'm sorry if this or everything else in the world affects your sensibilities and sensitivities. I don't offend, disrespect, hurt, upset, molest or kill in real life most of the time. I'm sorry if I have become a different person in the virtual space. I apologize to you and you and you and you. I also apologize to Mithun Chakraborty for Mimo, America for Trump and the Gauraksha Dals for the imbecility. Now, please don't kill me, sirs. Which, great. The yeah. best disclaimer I've read in a while. But uh, this is genius. This so is the same to, guy yeah, who who's done? done History of India. Hmm. Um, and he's a young chap. He's very bright. He's yeah. no, like it's not like one. He's our age. So he's okay, youngish in a manner. Of you and I are not young <laughs> by any stretch of imagination. But anyway, no, the thing is, he is funny. He's, um, he's generally very witty. And he's, I think he's really sort of cornered the art of captioning. Because that's basically his chief gift. He will pick the perfect caption 
for yeah. the perfectly wrong photograph because it is obviously um i think the one where it says neeta ambani holding the olympic torch yeah where she is standing next to uh mukesh bhai but my two favorites are the one where she's uh, with pele and the, <laughs> the footballer pele and it says neeta ambani taking a selfie with her brazilian chauffeur and tour guide at the olympics and there's another one of her with lata mangeshkar which says neeta ambani sharing a joke with tanmay bhat at the closing ceremony these are to me this is pure genius and please the link is below please click on it and just in case the boy does go the young man does go missing we all know where we can find him in the dungeons under antilia so moving from one kind of sportsmanship to another kind of sportsmanship um we're very sporty this episode yeah. by the way um freaky ali a new film by your favorite filmmaker sri by my favorite film khandan <laughs> khandan just Which think the you pund in yeah. hindi i didn't even realize i was doing it well done so there's a new film out called going to be out called freaky ali the posters were first released and then the trailer was released and at a press conference which was so entertaining it's, we'll get to the press conference yeah. in a bit but it's basically a new nawazuddin siddiqui film which should make every cinephile's heart beat a little bit faster and you know yeah. puff up with anticipation until you realize it is a salman khan production directed by sohail khan starring Arbaz Khan. Yeah, so that's and Amy thing. Jackson. By that's the way, that's a good thing with the Khans is that uh, it doesn't matter whether you're talented or not. If Salman Bhai is there, you know that you will always get employment. First of all, only a rank outsider and Anjanu says Salman Bhai. There is only yes, one Bhai. The all right? Bhai. Yes. So uh, what's also interesting is that Sohail has not just directed the film; he's written. it he's produced it the screenplay and story is also by him so none of us have realized the depth of sohail khan's creativity till this film what should be complimented though is that it's a film surround about golf which right. which i am quite so we've had a lot of golf films from hollywood yeah as we a, were discussing it's a sport that they quite like yeah but in india a very very small percentage of people play golf first of all we don't do sports films in bollywood for reasons best yeah. known to me i think it's because uh, usually a sports film is a team film which yeah. means you can't have one hero in the conventional sense you've got to have an ensemble which cast which is why golf works because it's golf not a team works sport beautifully because yeah. it's not a team unless sport unless you have a four ball but anyway even then so, so for me what was interesting about this film is that uh, it's got all the classic bollywood clichés yeah in a semi hollywood kind of setting because of the golf hmm. right so you've got the little uh, rascally underdog hero you've got uh, the poor guy against the establishment the rich person yeah played by just arora who knew he was still alive yeah yeah you know if you open page 3 of delhi times because he's on it all the time oh, looking crap. just like what he's looking like in the film so he hasn't good. done anything yet. he shouldn't be yeah. i'm all for people being natural then there's the rich girl who played by amy jackson and uh who looks the role perfectly she yeah. she so they are all looking their role other than 
Arbaz well, Khan, who so I just want to explain this to people who may not uh, know about golf. You have, you are the golfer. You always have a caddy. Usually, the caddy is the person who pulls your golf clubs yeah, who and carries, carries it. Balls. So now, if you watch any of the, you don't even have to play golf to uh, see this. If you watch any of the golf tournaments, like the PGA tours, which happen. Greg Norman, anyone, just name the golfer. They have a caddy with them who they have worked with for years because the caddy is the person who advises you on what club you should use. The caddy is the one who will give you tips on what to do. Caddies usually know more than most golfers and especially if you're a newbie golfer as Nawazuddin has shown, he would need a caddy who knows his stuff. It's not just about pulling your golf uh, kit around. And in fact, abroad, most of them carry their own kits other than on tournament because they get tired. But even like non-pro uh, golfers, people who play regularly will have the one caddy they work with. And they are. it's a very unique and interesting relationship. Also, the other thing is that a lot of pro golfers in India are caddies who have become professional golfers and they've been given that chance by whether by sponsors or just by winning tournaments and they've made money. So when I actually saw the posters, I thought that Nawazuddin is a, like it's the story of a caddy becoming a pro, but that would be very boring. This is why I don't make Salman Khan films and he does. This is far more interesting. What's also lovely is that uh, Nawazuddin is just, yeah. Uh, So in this film, Hmm. Nawazuddin plays a part-time gangster and part-time caddy. No, he starts off as a gangster and Arbaz is his gangster buddy. Yeah, his bro. And then the... I wish there was a video of Sri doing bro with a... With a little move. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... uh, That scene is really funny where Nawazuddin and Arbaz are watching this guy playing golf. And uh, Nawazuddin is just giving like little tip knees till this chap says why don't you since you're so smart why don't you do it so he says Are you <laughs> so he goes but he gets the drive so the shot perfect and this guy says maybe you should learn how to play golf and you should compete so they've got a golf consultant which is why they've got all their shots and postures correct which is what I was looking at, which is interesting because in that Hindi is more cinema, accuracy. yeah, in Hindi cinema, they see no reason to However, get any advice. Or after anything. all this, like investing all of this effort into getting postures right and making an entire film, yeah. with Nawazuddin Siddiqui, who, let's face it, is the reason I will end up watching this film on 9th September. At the uh, release of the trailer, yeah. Arbaz Khan had a moment. Not Arbaz Khan. Sohail had a Salman. moment. Salman was introducing everybody and he said, and the star of our film, Nawazuddin Sheikh. Because why should you know your star's name? Because he's just Nawazuddin Petty Siddiqui. Petty details. Petty. But more importantly, Sohail Khan said, this is the first time my production costs have run into single digits. What does he even mean? Like nine rupees. What is he saying? <laughs> This is the problem when you let Sohail speak. But it doesn't matter. I think it's going to be a really nice film. Oh, speaking of Bhai, do check out the comic that News Laundry has created for Scoop Hoop. The link is below. It's uh, extolling the virtues of uh, Bhai as an athlete. Because you do love him. Your love for him is well documented. I do, I do. 
there's a fantastic website that mm. I'm a huge fan of and it's called Agents of Ishq. It was yes. started by filmmaker and documentary filmmaker Paramita Vora, one of my favorite uh, people in the writing space and generally, generally wonderful, also makes kind of the best pork I have had in a long time. Uh, unrelated, more or less, uh, to the fact that Paromita Vora of Agents of Ishq has done Indian women an enormous service. Yes. I think she she's has. actually done an enormous Indian service. Indian men too. Yeah. I think the greatest service is to Indian men. Yeah. Because um, while it is entertaining for a woman to read the great online penis survey, I think it might actually be educational for men. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. And uh, it's quite interesting. My favorite part. So they basically spoke to 1,023. They didn't speak. They put it up That's online. Yeah. And they had got... 1,023 men, mostly? Five, no, no, there are five women who, are, who thought that why shouldn't we also pitch in and give out... You know, bits. it was very hard because one of the questions was what do you call your penis? Like, Which how is do my you answer one. that as a woman? So that's my favorite one because some of the names are uh, Chairman Mao. There's another one which is uh, Bappu, which is sweet, I felt. Juggernaut. I was and, uh, I was particularly amused to see that because yeah. you know and uh, there's bolu which is quite sweet also so but uh, the survey is worth reading because it talks about uh, how comfortable men are with their penises what would indian men like to change about their penises so it seems that 46% of indian men are quite happy with their they are they've come to terms with their Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I was quite surprised uh, to see that 46% were quite fine with uh, their penis being as it is because it, that's not the impression we tend to get from popular conversations. Um, but uh, 365 wanted to change its length, which totally explains all the spam mail that you get. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh, I mean, why anyone sending you and me spam mail is uh, about length is a separate problem, but... There it is. But uh, also, excitingly enough, Agents of Ishq is going to have a vagina survey that's going to mm. start up. Uh, the exact date for that is currently unknown, but it is. Uh, it will be out in a week. So I cannot wait to see the... Qu- it's also because Paro and... Um, well, the survey will be out, as in not the results. That's the, what I was going to the say. The results... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the survey will be out because... Then we will have results. But Pat Sen and Paramita Vora did the collation and analysis of this one, the penis survey. And when they put out the survey, the questions were so much fun. I think that's why there's the 5% of women who gave also answers. Also, the graphics are really nice. They've it done it in a very nice done. So and I it's cannot, gross. Not at all gross. So can't wait for the vagina survey. Um, but speaking of penises, there was an international was, penis the penises online were really having a moment this yeah, last week. Because Orlando Bloom decided to let it all hang loose on a holiday in Sardinia with his girlfriend Katie Perry, where he went kayaking without nude, basically. And then he climbed some rocks nude, which I thought was a little that dangerous. That dangerous, yeah. But uh, he's definitely well hung, so I see no reason why he shouldn't want to do that. But... He first started by saying that he was amused by the coverage because the pictures were all Wait, over the one place. one second. How many hours was he just walking he around? He was just walking around. He's chilling. That's nice. So he was amused first by the attention to his penis, but then I think he felt a little bad because he said that I feel that 
people was he feeling know. objectified yeah i wonder why <laughs> but uh, the pictures are worth taking a look at they are all over the internet so just do a search for what orlando bloom penis you have to do orlando bloom penis sardinia Oh, Sardinia is required yeah, as well yeah. because it's a search, God knows what if it was in Los Lorene as yeah. an elf that he was going so, back naked. But it's quite amusing the pictures and his concept of how to chill on holiday. By far, the most dramatic thing that happened this week, and another moment where I felt that the entertainment industry is just way more worthy of the movies than the actual movies that come out, was the curious case of one Abhishek Singh. Sing. Elias Kera hmm who all right i'm going to i'm going to try and get this right he is an accused murderer who on has been run. on the run for 7 years and has essentially been hiding out writing kapil sharma's script no he's done a bunch of things don't slot him into just that he's done great india comedy show he acted in two serials he did act as well yeah so he's uh, he likes the entertainment industry which is quite obvious and from his uh, checkered career in the last 7 years but uh, he also had a cash reward of 30000 on his head which is beautiful because that was probably his rent per month or his Bombay. salary being a writer no, no, or no kapil no. sharma writer he must be paid loads so the kapil sharma show of course has said that we don't we can't comment on this we are now shooting an episode with akshay kumar and eliana de cruz this is actually what they said when they were called by the media they said we don't know we are shooting a our show they didn't say whether uh, abhishek had scripted this show or not that part was left out but it's quite impressive that this guy was out like he wasn't this, this is, guy is this is proof that talent comes from the most unexpected places because kera he's the main accused for a shootout in azamgarh hmm. all right he's responsible for the death of two people yeah. he came to bombay disappeared in bollywood from and lost his murderous credentials and discovered his writing talent but they found i think either an aadhar card or some government card with his original name in his house that's how he's got indeed yeah uh, which goes to show don't do aadhar if yeah. you're a murderer on the run it's not the best idea but this is actually very entertaining that they've it's certainly more entertaining than the kapil sharma's show, show which i have tried to watch in the past and failed miserably because it was painful but recently yeah, you watched so the... i was flipping channels and while uh, flipping channels i saw the kapil sharma show which had rithik roshan on it and uh, promoting his film mohendra daro which the uh, panjana will be going over the weekend to watch because she is dedicated to bringing you all the latest in entertainment and i will not but uh, he was promoting his uh, film mm-hmm. and next to him was sitting a lady a very attractive woman and if you've seen the mohendra daro posters you will notice that there's a very very fair actress and rithik has been made brown they are playing people from the harappan civilization which is known historically to have been dark skin people this is before also anyone who was working outside is bound to have so been. she's a princess in it yeah. so but which even, is why she's been white yeah, maybe no that's why right. so but so i had thought till now that uh, ashutosh gowarikar has cast a fair actress so it's fine 
but it seems that he had cast a dark actress and then has put white paint on her and made her white to play a character who should actually be dark so there you have the naturally fair person bronzed for the want of a better phrase uh, and you have the naturally bronzed person whitened yeah because how could people audiences possibly like someone who's dark but it was quite interesting to watch so i stopped surfing the channels and just watched it for 10 minutes because i thought maybe the lighting is bad on did she did she explain her headgear and outfits no no on kapil sharma show you like you sort of uh, boast about how little you know so ashutosh goarekar said i was very bad in history i you this we can create, tell from his movies yeah, it has to be said then ritik roshan said i've done no research on mohenjo daro that also we can tell yeah he said that uh, ashutosh is a textbook as he said that ashutosh goarekar said actually i know nothing about history and the girl just looked at them she looked tired actually that this is what i've had to do to start my career she's a miss universe second runner up from 2010 So it also speaks very poorly of her that she was willing to be whitened up to maybe she doesn't even film. know. <laughs> maybe That's it's sad. done post production. That's possible. We will find all of this out when I watch Mohenjo-daro yes. come Friday. Um and that is pretty much all that we have time for today except for our question. Now since we had so much love for Freaky Ali I thought that we would do our question about Nawazuddin as well. So um and it'll be easier than the last one which evidently flummoxed everybody. So what I want to know is that in 1999 Nawazuddin Siddiqui appeared in two films. He had minor roles in two films and he was a waiter in one of them. Name the film. Shall I give the answer now? One you finally know? No, <laughs> don't. Or have you gone to Wikipedia? Confess. But please write in with the answers. <laughs> And remember, if you get five right, we will give you a gift. And right now we have one candidate who's almost there. So, uh, Vebhav Mathur, this might be the week that you get it. If only you'd read Potter, you could have got the gift. All right, so that's what we've uh, got for you this week. Next week we will have many, many things. Uh, just remember that while you're seeing all of this awful and awesome entertainment, you should also consider subscribing because. when the public pays the public is served and when corporations pay corporations are served and corporations are often evil and they don't care about you therefore you with good sense and good taste should subscribe to fabulous places like us because you know you're listening to us anyway so give us some more love well miss sen thank you thank you and we will see you next week it's a wrap catch all new episodes of the awful and awesome entertainment wrap on newslaundry.com follow us on facebook and twitter